0: Hey everyone, what's up? This is the Fulixir Espresso Ride and Podcast. Uh, We are at Madhouse Coffee once again, Uh, a 24-hour coffee shop on, what is it? DI, Desert Inn. Really cool spot. Um, We've got David Tillman on the show this week. Hello. He uh, works at Pro Cycleries, he's an avid triathlete, Um, and that's actually as much as I know about you, so I'm excited to get to know you a little better on on the show. yeah so how about we start by uh, you giving us a little introduction about yourself i hope you're not distracted by the um the mini chocolate um how, how do I say yeah. that nicely? The <laughs> it's a chocolate penis. We have a chocolate penis chocolate. On, the, on the table. Um, you should come to Madhouse Coffee to check her out. They have like these little chocolate desserts, I guess, and they've got one in the shape of a penis. Yeah, so don't, try not to get distracted by that. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, let's hear let's a little awesome. introduction. <laughs>
1: well, uh, first and foremost, uh, I'd like to thank you uh, for this opportunity. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm all about uh, the community, uh, Vegas, whether it's endurance, cycling, uh, I'm always promoting just uh, the awareness of uh, staying active, staying fit, it uh, looks like we got a great group of guys here, uh, 702 Shifters, uh, we've got Vegas Bike Store, and uh, Fuel Elixir with Pablo and Cass here, man. But, uh, like you said, uh, I started out as just a, uh, uh, a game, video game guy, computers, sitting on the couch. Uh, I found my love of the, the bike from my father. Uh, who's the owner of Pro Cyclery? But uh, you know, from there on, uh, I wanted to uh, inspire other people, motivate other people, uh, and it started with myself. And then uh, from there on, uh, I joined the uh, the triathlon realm, mm-hmm. and uh, from there on, it's been uh, nothing but blessings, my friend. Awesome.
0: Okay. Absolutely. So, um, so how long have you been in Vegas? Uh,
1: I've been in Vegas uh, for about five years. I okay. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, so did you get, you go into cycling hill? or you go into cycling? No, I, I
1: started when I was living in Texas. Okay. Uh, so if you know anything about the terrain in Texas, it's very flat. Flat, right. Uh, but... Uh, what part of Texas? Large, uh, South Texas. Corpus Christi. Okay, cool. Uh, but beautiful, beautiful, uh, you know, place to ride still. But uh, Vegas definitely adds a different element. Yeah. It's the... Uh, wind. The wind. Uh, but I think it's... Uh, the heat is definitely... Yeah. You're right on, on with that, for especially. I think it's just the excitement of Vegas, so you know when people think of Vegas they don't think of cycling, uh-huh. uh, so that's one thing I think we're trying to do, that's change that perception that people have. Yeah, that's awesome to hear,
0: that's like why we're really interested in like speaking to a lot of people such as yourself, um, because you know, especially people who don't live in Vegas who right, aren't right. part of the community, they don't realize how strong of a community the cycling community is, Absolutely. the endurance community is. Sure. So it's great to hear from someone who's been part of it somewhere else like Texas and then coming here and then saying like, yeah, Vegas is the place to be. For yeah, you know, absolutely. I agree. Uh, so, so what, Texas just wasn't as...
1: You know, uh, you know, Texas, because of the population of Texas, uh, it actually has a great cycling community uh, throughout uh, Dallas, Houston, Austin, yeah. obviously. Um, but, uh, you know, I wanted to change the terrain, you know, flat is good. But, uh, you know, being in mountainous areas like, uh, you know, Colorado's or, uh, you know, just the the hills of California and uh, even Vegas, you know, uh, it was time to change it up a little bit, so.
0: Okay, cool. So, so you kind of had this sedentary lifestyle and you wanted to switch it up, so that's what got you into cycling first and foremost. But um, I understand um, looking at your social media and stuff, you're you're big into triathlon now.
1: You know, uh, I... I represent a uh, small niche of uh, endurance athletes that, you know, uh, we have more than just personal goals. I think uh, I don't speak for myself for sure. Uh, some of the guys around here that do triathlons, um, it's a very uh, good feeling at the end of the day, especially when you finish one, whatever distance. Um, but the accomplishment and uh, you know the, the passion of the the community itself is supporting the athletes. For me just finishing one I felt like I could conquer the world and that was that was the feeling that I wanted to put in somebody else Uh, It's a great feeling to have so
0: so did you um, did you run and swim as well at the same time it was like cycling kind of the the impetus for getting into um, you're absolutely right
1: yep cycling got me into the sport I didn't know anything about triathlons until I jumped on the bike became part of the cycling so you saw so you so, a
0: road bike, and then you saw the guys with like the, these like exactly. these like you Hey, like, well, what's that?
1: Exactly. Like, yeah. uh, and then I I went to uh, because we're in Vegas. We used to have the uh, Ironman World Championships here, uh-huh. and so when I attended one, saw the individuals young, old, big, small, crossing that finish line. I knew I wanted to be in that yeah, yeah. that spotlight, and it, it became a personal thing at first. As like I said, the feel good nature of uh, getting others involved and. Uh, just that that overall uh, accomplishment yeah, yeah. it was meant more than anything to me so
0: yeah it really is it's really like you know a lot of people do marathons or five k's or absolutely. ten k's or something mm-hmm. i think the triathlon Centuries. is just like kind of like a next step up really. sure you, absolutely you feel that way it's like absolutely. it's like um i feel like a lot of people they do the marathon they do the grand fondos mm-hmm. the the iron man the triathlon that's like kind of the gold standard, right, right, right. do you think? Yeah. You know,
1: and... Uh, well,
0: I guess it comes down to the personal goals. Sure, sure,
1: sure, and uh, I know there's a probably a lot more athletes who are more proud than I am. Yeah. I'm a little bit more humble as far as... Uh, have you got the tattoo? My accomplishment, ever... I don't have <laughs> the tattoo. And I don't know, if, even if I did finish a full distance Ironman, that I would do one. Um, what percentage of people of get
0: that tattoo? You bit know, bit. That's, a, that's a great one, man. Because <laughs> do be they do they eye have eye people at it. the finish line? Like you finish and then you just get going the needle straight <laughs> away. They got they brain. got people lined up.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's. Uh, it's a. It's definitely a, a symbol of uh, something worthwhile because it's a commitment that they made, a sacrifice that they made. Yeah. Uh, whether or not they're trying to, you know, be boastful about it, but. Uh, no. I like, mean, it's a. It's a. It's a. It's, a, it's a very humbling experience. To yeah. I
0: mean, time, so. yeah. It's one thing like actually going there on the day and finishing, but let no, you said true. a word like right that commitment. Let's right. talk so. about the commitment in terms of like leading up to one of those events. Like, Absolutely. how do you? So you work right? You work at Pro Cycling. Mm-hmm. Um, you work in the retail?
1: Yep, I'm doing for- the sales. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of these guys have been around the industry for 20 plus years, yeah. so you work your way yeah, if you want to. The way, yeah. but there's so much to learn, and uh, with anything in this world, uh, the bike industry itself just tends to grow so rapidly. And- new uh new uh new inventions yeah. and uh just the revolution of it so
0: all. How, how do you like so on that work commitment how do you how do you do the training because it's it's three disciplines you have to run you have to cycle you have to swim and then you have to go to work Absolutely. um I, you know other commitments as well i'm sure there's other things sure. you've got to do so yeah. so talk about what, what are the challenges you have and uh, how do you overcome those challenges in terms of reaching your triathlon goals
1: Well, uh, you know, when you're speaking of commitment, Kaz, man, um, family, friends, uh, they become a part of that commitment and sacrifice. Um, They have to understand what you're doing. Um, They also understand that the time is a valuable thing. Um, For myself, personally, I found myself to be a uh, fairly good athlete. So as far as being able to have to train, you know, uh,
0: you know, enjoyed so the train. I enjoyed the yeah, train. Yeah. I
1: enjoyed the pain. Um, but, you know, I. Was definitely not a natural swimmer. Uh, I did track in high school, but it was sprinting, so endurance was the, right, the okay. thing I had to work on too. So. so you had
0: you had the mechanics though. I had I yeah. had the uh,
1: the abilities. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the potential. Yeah, yeah. But
0: um, yeah, because I can see like you've obviously got some muscle mass
2: on you, a little so bit, I can man. see why you yep. got the I'm sprinting.
1: Short and squatty, man. Yeah, I'm built yeah. for certain things for sure. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think all body types and uh, all ages demographics can uh, uh, do what I do. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I want to spread. So.
0: That's awesome. So, um, yeah, let's talk about the training, actually. Because this is interesting. So, you know, a lot of people do get into it and they're not necessarily naturals at every single discipline, right? right? So So, you said swimming was maybe um, the toughest one. Is that kind of a trend? Like, people struggle with the swim maybe a little more than the other two?
1: Yeah, you know, uh, and uh, these guys could agree. uh, Naturally, I mean, we're not born to, you know, be fish. Uh the the mechanics, the technique.
0: I'm not born the, to run. Though. The breathing. Yeah. <laughs> there's some people and, who are born to run. Either. Exactly, and
1: some people just actually hate the running. And yeah. you know, I meet mean, people that their weakest discipline of the three is the bike. And to me, naturally, that was yeah. my favorite, most right. enjoyable. But everyone's different. Um, but yeah, swimming. Either you find a coach, uh-huh. uh, or you find uh, you know some uh, individual that you trust to, you know. And is there, is there like
0: a pretty good support mechanism for that in Vegas like to get Absolutely. into like the swimming or Absolutely. like if you need help with the swimming you go here like or is there multiple places? Yeah, I know there's I like Las so. Vegas Triathlon Club and stuff. Exactly
1: and then uh, uh, you have the uh, Las Vegas Swim Club um, at the Pavilion. Um, we have a lot of great coaches in town. Um, a lot of individuals who would probably want to help but I usually try to start with somebody that I can trust. Yeah, um, You know. Just like any other coach, just understand that they're to motivate you. Yeah. So you know, sometimes the motivator can be very uh, intimidating. Uh uh-huh. But at the same time, uh, I think at the at the end of the day, they also want to make sure that you just are successful. Yeah, yeah. So.
0: So how long did it like um, take you to kind of maybe feel comfortable with your swimming <laughs> ability? and well, and. and, and Talk about, like, you know, so, so you're not a natural swimmer, right? So it's one thing learning to swim in a pool, but then right. you've got to go into the open water with, like, what, a hundred other people or absolutely, something? Absolutely, absolutely.
1: And it's just, uh, it's not even just that, too. It's the anxiety that builds up because in a triathlon, the swim leg is the first. So if your body's not warmed up, right. if you're just too anxious, uh, there's a lot of uh, variables that go into uh, that swimming leg for sure. Um, but me personally, I would say... Uh, I actually had a uh, really, really hard experience. Uh, I did a triathlon uh, silverman, where I actually didn't finish the swim leg. Uh, I was so anxious. Uh, mm-hmm. Training had a lot to do with it. I thought I could just go out there and do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very humbling. And then I came back and did Hawaii. And uh, first time doing open water in the ocean, uh, I you was did. actually able to finish. So That's for me, awesome it was thing. one of those things is redemption. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just proving to myself that I could Conquer um, uh defeated goal, man. Because
0: so. swimming, like in a triathlon, is there's a specific technique, right? It's like sure. different from like maybe going to the Olympics and swimming in a pool because sure. you have to like, I like the breathing technique is different, right? And you got to like be aware of people's feet going in your face and stuff. Yeah. Like
1: that. Well, and the thing is too, you don't have uh, you don't have any really a line to follow. For example, if you're looking down in a pool, um, obviously the uh, the ability to control kind of the environment or the elements, uh, you know, with the open water or even the lake, you know, you have a lot of variables, mm-hmm. whether it's the, the view or the water, if it's, you know, darker than others, or if it's uh, maybe happens to be a windy day and the winds and the waves mm-hmm. uh, create a little bit of a, a choppy feel. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. there's a lot of, a lot of uh, an elemental thing yeah, that yeah. plays in the role. But.
0: Okay, so um, in terms of like spitting up your training during the week, right. like, um, do you focus more on the swimming because that's your weak spot or do you find that you can get away with less swimming because it is like maybe like not the most crucial is it, like people say you know you, you can't win the triathlon on the swim right but you can definitely lose it or you know you can definitely like suffer there so right. do you like concentrate on the other two more?
1: Well you know the thing is uh, the three disciplines obviously the swim is the shortest leg of the three so that's why you can make up time and the bike and the run Yeah. but for me the swim is a uh, it's an art So you can practice swimming and put on all the miles and not be any better. If you get the technique down, you're fine. But for me also, running and biking, you have to put in the miles Mm -hmm. to ultimately be able to get to where you wanna be level-wise. But um, I still feel like I uh, probably, uh, I share the load on all three of them, Okay, absolutely.
0: And do you like, so when you're training on the bike and the run, do you do the like the distance required, or, or do you maybe like up the intensity so you don't have to do as many miles, but you're getting kind of the same adaptations from just like upping the intensity a little bit more?
1: Well, you know, as a you know, still as a uh, like a a beginner to the triathlon series, I mean, there's guys that have been doing it for twenty plus years, right. so the experience they gain might be different. But for me. I've always done just intense training. Uh-huh. Uh, obviously, setting the goals to make sure you can make a distance. Yeah. So if it's you know fifty-six miles on a bike, you know get around there. You know don't short yourself. because yeah. You know you'll still be able to have to do that distance. Um,
0: yeah, because I mean when you when you do have other commitments, you can't be like the pros who are doing like you know I don't know what they do like right. a three-hour run in the morning right, and then right. a four-hour bike and then they go swimming. Like mm-hmm. you've got to be really a lot smarter about Absolutely. your training, right?
1: Yeah. Well, and if you're a really good triathlete, um, like others are, um, yeah. I think their training techniques are a little bit different. They practice uh, do, do you, drills. Do you have a coach, or do you I do you structure your training
0: yourself? Yep. I, awesome. uh, so, what, or what, not. what kind of resources do you use for that? And like, did you mm-hmm. like learn from other people and just like pick out little segments that like, like apply to you?
1: Absolutely. Uh, you know, from, I'm more of a visual guy, uh-huh. so if I can see something, whether it's YouTube. Or um, uh, total immersion, uh-huh. um, or just you know, just watching guys that are faster than you—that's yeah, one yeah. thing. Or stronger than you—you you can you can learn a lot from that. But uh, everything has to be learned eventually on your own. You you can yeah. learn your weaknesses, but you do need at a time a trusted individual to tell you what you can do better or what you could perform.
0: Okay, so you said like two things there, so YouTube and total immersion, I think that would be really uh, interesting for people, Mm -hmm. like a lot of people do want to get into triathlon and, you know, they don't know where to start, Mm -hmm. you've obviously, so when was your first triathlon? Uh,
1: My first triathlon was a uh, Olympic distance, Uh, it was actually the local one here called Pumpkin Man.
0: And how long ago was
1: that? Uh, That was probably about three years ago.
0: Okay, so you're fairly new then, so so you definitely know like kind of what, obviously you're still learning as you mm-hmm. said, but like, Absolutely. you obviously know like, okay, this is where I started. Um, this is, these are the resources I went to. So like, what are like the maybe like, you know, top few things, three or five things that tips you give people who want to get into it? Like, okay, you know, do they get a road bike? Do they get a triathlon bike? Should they go and get question. a swim coach? Like, you know, go to this channel on YouTube. It's got like great advice.
1: Absolutely. Uh, you know, for me, um, uh, you have to get some exposure. You have to see what entails. Um, so just go and watch one. Yeah, you know? go and watch one. Nice. See you know a see live race. See the. Uh, um, the speed and yeah. the uh, just it's a very uh, it's a very intense thing too
0: I guess yeah um, so it's like if you're watching something on TV oh, I can do that but then you right. go there and you know like, okay maybe maybe I can't and then exactly. it will actually like, give you a realization yeah. okay
1: YouTube even you know uh, you know everyone's filming things these days so you'll see some kind of uh, events captured um, but uh, obviously there's a lot of uh, tutorials a lot of videos out there hundreds maybe thousands of Individuals that yeah. have put out their own personal record of how to do a triathlon or write a book, but right. uh, for me, I had to see it. So
0: okay. it depends on who you are, too. I think. Okay. So, so number one is go to a triathlon and go watch to a triathlon. What, what's like the second thing you should do if you want to get? Second
1: thing, I would say, um, you know, if you don't have a resource like a local bike shop that might have a triathlete or a running club oh. or a swimming um, a swim facility. Uh, just find somebody that's done one Uh you can uh, you know they're willing to share that's exactly what I'm trying to do today Uh, with anybody that uh, does triathlons they're they're there to share their uh, their testimony okay and I
0: guess at at this point as well it's like a lot of people are maybe intimidated by the cost because it is a it's a a pretty expensive sport but I mean is it possible
1: to do it on a budget like absolutely yeah Um, obviously uh, it depends on the distance too. Yeah. Um, if you're trying to do an Ironman distance, which is a half or full distance, uh, you'll need the right gear. Yeah. And that means a, a decent bike, road bike. Uh, you could do a time trial bike or a road mm-hmm. bike. Um, and then, uh, you know, obviously the running shoes can be one of those things that you don't have to spend too much on. Mm-hmm. The swimming, depending on if you need a swim facility or a coach, that's another well, thing too. Right? Wetsuit, exactly. Yeah. Um, not too expensive, I will say. Probably the traveling and uh, the cost of the event itself uh-huh. is probably more expensive. Would you recommend
0: game. like like maybe splurging a little bit on the equipment, and then or do you think it, you can get by by kind of just getting like you know use things or? Well, I but it, I what, guess it depends how much. Like if you're going to do like this for five years, you're right. better off like splurging a little bit.
1: I've seen I've seen some people podium at their uh, you know their. You know, Olympic distances or their first tries on, you know, a Walmart bike or a uh, a hardtail yeah. mountain bike. It's it's about the, the engine, engine, right? Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You're an, you're an athlete yourself. You know. Um, it's it's a lot of hard training yeah. and uh, just that natural uh, ability to do it too. It's always crazy. But I encourage to me, everybody. Yeah,
0: it's always crazy mm-hmm. to me when you hear about people they're like you know trying to save up like four thousand dollars for like some like wheel set where absolutely. they could like you know lose three pounds absolutely through nutrition or something you absolutely know?
1: Um, it's crazy. A lot of great stories out there for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, if not all you know triathletes are. You know inspired athletes some of these individuals are you know uh, maybe they had a a loved one fall to cancer or Mm -hmm. maybe they want to support a charity Um, everyone's got their personal goal Um, and a lot of individuals you know they just want to be a part of that uh, that magical feeling yeah yeah. uh, they could be coming straight off from the couch too so yeah there's a little bit of a, a stepping stones they have to make but they can they can eventually make that goal, absolutely. Cool, so
0: I guess if someone is in town, um, you're a great resource for them. Um, I could be uh, one, like, absolutely. Um, but I've learned from you work at a others. bike shop as well. Sure, absolutely. So uh, you guys, um, it's pro-cyclery, but do you like um, sell a lot of triathlon equipment as well and that kind of thing?
1: You know, uh, our shop, we do road, mountain, and triathlon, but yeah. uh, triathlon is definitely a crucial part of the cycling industry yeah. uh, and the market itself. Uh, we do sell uh, triathlon bikes, or uh, time trial bikes, um, uh, we do sell uh, the gear, uh, but there's, there's so much to, uh, that entails in a, a triathlon experience, so um, usually you can start out with a bike just to get you going, um, but other than that, you know, just getting some kind of direction, and if I don't have the information, uh, I know a lot of individuals and I do have a lot of resources that I can point them out to, absolutely. Cool.
0: Alright, um, another topic I wanted to ask you about which is uh, really interesting to me um, is uh, nutrition. Sure. Um, okay. Have you, um, you know, being fairly new to the endurance sport world, did you find um, you had to kind of like switch up your nutrition a bit, like you Definitely. know from a sprinting background you're obviously using a lot of different types of muscles so yeah, maybe absolutely. the diet's a little bit different. Right. Um What have you learned, did you get like professional advice or did you kind of just experiment or find out what works for you?
1: You know. Uh Great question again. Uh, I got—I had to learn my own weaknesses at first. Uh, the backgrounds that I did—football, wrestling, track—I um, noticed that I—I I cramped a lot. So dealing with uh, that, you know, uh, fulfillment, making sure that I had the right potassium levels, and uh, making sure I didn't have too much sodium or uh, enough sodium yeah, to yeah. Uh, wow. do the endurance uh, part. Nutrition is a funny thing. It, it really starts with just eating better overall. Yeah. You know, uh, I admit Burger King, Taco Bell, <laughs> that was on my uh, my plate for a very long time. I, I liked to eat fast food, and that had to change if I wanted to <laughs> finish. That's so, another
0: great thing about these kind of sports as well. Mm-hmm. It just makes you more aware of, like, health in general right it's not just about working out yeah, absolutely. you start to learn about oh, nutrition
1: is better absolutely. and if you want to look good in a pool you got to start <laughs> eating better <laughs> that was another yeah. thing you know you get around triathletes and they're all different sizes but um, you know t- to look like one of the uh, the pros you know you want to you want to be physically fit yeah uh, but mental spiritually uh, you have to be sound as well um,
0: so have you found like a little regimen for race day like you know what your breakfast is and then like um, how often you eat on the bike and, and the run and stuff you know
1: I'll be honest man um, it's still an experiment thing Yeah. Uh, it changes from race to oh. course to uh, your training obviously what distance you're doing mm-hmm. um, and I think for a triathlete it, that, that nutrition plan, that training plan starts months before you know so you have to be as prepared, if not 100% ready to go, you know, weeks before that that date. So you you're able to take on whatever uh, obstacle comes away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it, it really really depends on it. Yeah. Really depends. But that's the that's the thing about uh, triathlons specifically is it's yeah. it's
0: ever changing. Yeah, yeah. I love it. No, and the nutrition's a complex component of it for Absolutely. sure. Um, Okay, so, so you mentioned something else I'm interested in. So like you were wrestling, you were sprinting. Uh-huh. I can see your body type, you know, you've got a lot of muscle Short mass. Do stocky, still, yes. Do you still um, do like weightlifting and powerful stuff like yeah. to keep that muscle mass? And like, what is the reason for that? Does it just make you feel good? Or do you think it helps you like on the bike feel more comfortable or on the run like it makes your muscles a bit more in- endurance-like? Or no, yeah,
1: like yeah. Um, I've always been a gym rat. Yeah. Um, but my body type, I'm built a certain way. So I'm kind of naturally You've got built. Guns, at that. Dude. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, you know, it, it looks good, but doesn't always help you in the, the swim, you know, being heavy up your body, and you will learn that through experience of what works for you. But um, I do go to the gym, and, you know, lifting weights shouldn't be a uh, thing that should uh, deter you from uh, uh, trying to do triathlons. Right. But you will find out that you'll have to back that down on weightlifting, right. especially high. Uh heavier weights, for most part.
0: I think there is a lot of benefit to it though, because I think that's one of the mistakes I made when I got into bike racing, I totally stopped. I was a gym rat also. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I totally stopped Absolutely. all my weightlifting, sure. and I got kind of too light, I think, and too skinny, so it oh, went okay. to the point where I felt a little bit off. Sure. So, I, you know, begun, like, a gym regimen again, uh, we had him on the show a few weeks ago uh, with Ish, he's a physical therapist. And he got okay. me on a strength training program and literally, you know, I had hip problems, like my back would start to hurt, but he put me on this like strength training program and I feel a lot better on the bike now. So sure, I think sure. I think people definitely underestimate the importance of resistance training and strength training. So it's good to hear that like no. you, you keep that up.
1: Absolutely. And I encourage you to keep going to the gym and uh, doing regimens by the like, you will spend so much time doing the other disciplines my friend yeah uh, and you're actually very fit yourself and I've ridden with you before so I know what an animal you are on the bike so used to be <laughs> uh, so if, if someone's telling you that uh, lifting will make you faster I would I would uh, yeah. give it a try and Absolutely. it might you know I
0: think it's different for everyone like, mm-hmm. like you know it might not make you faster but I think I think definitely there's something to be said about it making you feel more comfortable sure, and it, sure. if, you're, if you're more comfortable you're probably gonna expend less energy so you're right. gonna have more energy for when it counts you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and uh, one specifically thing about muscles is, if you already know, you know the muscles and the legs are your biggest muscles. Right. So um, you know you you'll be working a lot of not just uh, muscle gain, but how to you know uh, recover. Yeah. So whether it's massaging or um, rolling it out with a stick, mm. or just you know putting some ice on it after a yeah. hard, intense ride, my friend, it's those are all things. Recovery start
0: settings, about So is yeah. that something you've read off on? That sounds like oh man,
1: recovery is huge. Uh, I'm one guy that. I'm probably uh, a hypocrite because I, I like to push myself every day. Doesn't yeah, matter yeah. what it is, um, but if you don't recover, you will not grow.
0: So, so similarly to like how, how you you know you gave us some tips on how you get in. What what are the top like recovery strategies that you've like kind of learned over the three years? Like? Yeah,
1: uh, definitely definitely a good sleep. You know, even taking a nap, if you have the ability during okay. the day to take, you know, a power nap. Yeah. Um, for me personally, ice really does work. Whether it's an ice bath uh-huh. or just, you know, uh, putting an ice pack on the, that sore hamstring or sore quad. Have you tried those, like,
0: new facilities where you go in and you, like, sit in a box? like, And it's like it's like an ice bath, but it's, like, in a shorter amount of time and it's colder. Have you heard about those? I, I have not. No, I
1: haven't yeah. had the, the opportunity.
0: It's basically, so, like, an ice bath, like, people don't like it. Because you've got to sit in cold water for like fifteen minutes. Oh yeah, painful. Yeah. But this thing, you like go in for like I guess two minutes and get the same effect. So okay. it's like a little, you know, it's a little quicker. Okay. Okay. So so we got uh, power naps and sleep. Sleep. Yes. Um, how how long of a power nap do you take? You know. Uh, uh,
1: do you sleep. find there's
0: like a like a optimal like range like. Exactly. Sometimes you I I'm terrible at napping because <laughs> I, I always seem to like. I don't know. Maybe it's like the forty-five minute hour mark, and I just mm-hmm. end up feeling groggy.
1: Exactly, and you said the word groggy. Yeah. Um, so uh, you know, know yourself. Um, but sometimes, you know, if your body wants to sleep longer than that half an hour, just snooze. Let that alarm clock go, because uh, I found out that my, my my morning after a good sleep does wonders. Yeah. Uh, I feel I bet, like I bet, a totally uh, different person.
0: A good tip for people that uh-huh. I read somewhere is like if you do take a nap, it's actually uh, during the day. Okay. Um, you drink a coffee or an espresso, uh-huh. take your nap, and then wake up 20 30 minutes later. And then you know the coffee's starting to come in, so sure, it sure. kind of helps with that. If you do get that grogginess or whatever, when you do wake up, the caffeine kind of. Helps you like right, snap right. out of it. So Absolutely, it's a tip for everyone out there. <laughs> um, okay, so good naps and then ice. What yeah, anything else in terms of recovery? Uh, you
1: know, recovery for me. Uh, I'm a natural guy. There's a lot of uh, supplements out there. Okay. Uh, products like Hammer, EFS, but uh, I actually took my uh, script from uh, 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 Iron Man legend Craig Alexander. Uh huh. Um, chocolate milk chocolate milk chocolate milk does uh, wonders for me it just feels like a natural uh dairy yeah so um, do you get that down after a training
0: session i will do
1: it after a training session or uh you know a really really hard brick workout
0: yeah well it's good i mean it's got you know it's got those like natural sugars in it's got like some proteins like like casein so it's got it's got a good ratio so i definitely see the the benefits of that if if people do tolerate dairy for sure Um, okay so chocolate milk and then so you don't do any supplements
1: you know uh, I'm probably one of a few triathletes that don't do any specific supplements but everyone's different if you need that energy boost if you need electrolytes if you need um, you know if you need uh, some natural sugars there's there's you know on the bike on-the-road supplements, but uh, recovery, again, it can be a, as simple as just some um, lemonade or yeah, yeah. some chocolate milk yeah, yeah.
0: Awesome, yeah. okay. Um, okay, that's good. At this point, I'm gonna open it up. Hey guys, any questions for
1: David?
0: <laughs> Dax has a question, hold up. Brother Dax. Dude, like,
1: you pretty much uh, put it out there how busy you are with sales and everything. Do you do other things other than just those kind of stuff, like uh, maybe your love life, or you have time for that?
0: Are you you trying to get his number? (laughs) Well, you know, uh,
1: Dax is a. Why are you blushing, bro? He's he's a great guy. Great guy. Uh, He's familiar with my uh, my personal life. Uh, You know, relationships. uh, You know, getting to know people. That's the one of the things I tried to do when I got into triathlon. Uh, I was a single guy one time, and I uh, just wanted to uh, meet others who had the same interests in me. Oh, but
2: uh, you should look up. Uh, uh, there's an app. It's called Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's called Buddy, and it's, it's, it's the is the is the Tinder for sports. Oh, that sounds awesome. So if you're yeah. a
1: man, if you're an athlete, yeah. 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 <laughs> You got to be glad you're here, Butch. Yeah.
2: There's there's this app out there, it's called Buddy, and it's spelled B-V-D-D-Y. They're based out of Miami. It's an application, right? So if you're into sports and you want to meet meet other people who are like, you know, Athletes, whatever. I mean, so, not like if you're in there, it. you can basically swipe right and just like look at people's profiles and see and see if they're they're good athletes, right? right. So if you're into that, look it up, man. <laughs> okay. Do you have to take him out the coffee first before you like? No, I you appreciate the Coffee
1: date and then like a <laughs> ride around. Right yeah, yeah, yeah getting that. that chocolate. Oh wow. Well.
0: Oh, wait. <laughs> so. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> I was just
1: asking how, how he balances schedule, you know. And okay, so gets, about like, balancing man, schedule. Yeah, love liner, life, love life. Personal life, love life. So basically, how do you have a love I mean, life I mean, being a triathlete? I mean, just trying to show the other side of things. Sure, daily, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, uh, for personally, Dax having a family himself and uh, being an Ironman, uh, he could also speak. <laughs> but uh, for me, you know, um, you got to make sure that you have fun with. The triathlon training because at the end of the day you go home whether it's to a loved one, girlfriend, buddy. boyfriend, buddy, family, um, and they might want to share in that experience with you. So you have to uh, you know you have to be able to kind of uh, open yourself up because it's it does feel like you're out there doing your own thing, a solo solo uh, uh, fight with uh, you know the elements. But uh, at the end of the day, you have to share that that love. Um, and I, I truly believe that. So um, awesome. find somebody that, uh, whether they are encouraged by what you do or encourages you to do it, uh-huh. um, or find somebody that actually shares that same passion. So do you have that somebody already, David? You know what? Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: you know, I have some great people in my life, my man. Absolutely. Uh putting him on the spot. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah. She might be listening too, so we'll see. Uh, Good. For myself, I'm a very patient man. So, you know, uh, God willing, I will uh, I will see where that leads. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, a, I, I'm a big I fan of triathletes. All right, we got <laughs> another
2: another question. All right. Yeah. So, um, before riding over here to the coffee shop, we were talking with Tim, right, from Vegas Bike Store, a little bit about um, the community in the sense coming from a owner of a store of a of a bike shop, cycling shop perspective, right? Um, what do you? Two questions. So, like. What do you think the, the, the environment is for bike shops in Las Vegas um, in terms of business-wise? Um, and then, wh- how do you think that the shops can come together and really promote the community as a, as a big effort um, you know, to, to push the sport uh, further, you know, to make the community even tighter um, in, in a way where all shops can benefit from that, right? Um, making the community stronger, uh, maybe providing better solutions for, for their customers. Um, give, give us your thoughts about that.
1: Uh, Interesting. Yeah, okay. great, great question, Pablo. Um, you know, financially, obviously, you know, everyone pays bills. Uh, bike shops in particular had to fight, you know, a very growing trend, which is the, uh, the internet. Um, and we are all consumers in this world, so we understand a good deal when we see one. Um, But um, I think if we want to promote, um, you know, uh, a unity, especially in Las Vegas, because uh, we don't have that perception of being a uh, cycling community yet. We're growing, we're getting better, uh, but obviously Sin City is known for more than just cycling. Um, We have a a great community of um, Individuals who are passionate about riding bikes, and that's where it starts. Um, you have individuals like Tim. Uh, you've got people uh, who support the community in different ways. So, Pablo, you said something about awareness, whether that's the safety aspect or um, you know getting others involved. You know, any demographic, the young, old, um, women specifically too. Um, it's not just a man's sport. Um, and, uh, you know, culturally, I think uh, if we understand that cycling is, uh, you know, it's, it's a great social, um, it's a great social, I mean, it's a, it's a big party when we get there on bikes, man. Um, two wheels all day. Um, when I ride, I, I feel that sense of community when I'm riding with uh, small, big groups, whatever. But I also feel like I'm promoting uh, cycling awareness when I'm out on the streets here.
0: Do you still feel like people appreciate like the the in-person contact when they come to the bike store? Do you think that's like an advantage of uh, being a brick and mortar store versus an internet retailer? Sure. And do you like uh, build upon that?
1: You know, I I hope so. Uh, That's the biggest benefit. You know, uh, when I share with my customers that come in, you know, they want to know what the difference is. The same thing, if you really wanted to learn how to play golf, if you wanted to ski, you'd go to a professional. You probably wouldn't want to go to Walmart to. Get a great deal on uh, equipment. You'd want to go to somebody whose heart is in it. Um, obviously, they know what tools, and that's what you're paying for when you go to uh, a bike shop or a running store. You're getting the uh, the personal uh, the personal yeah. service. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's one thing from a bike shop. It's it's the service and the labor that we're able to provide a somebody that doesn't know. The knowledge is everything. So, absolutely. All right.
0: No, great answer. Um, any other questions from anyone? Danny, you got any questions? No, he's, he's busy. All right. Um, coming up to yeah, about forty minutes. Um, is there anything else um, you want to say or I like, Oh, Danny, do you have a question? So Danny does have a question.
1: <laughs> what is? No, I just I just curious. What's your? Uh, What's your
0: short-term goal and what's your long-term goal as far as like a uh, a venue goes in Ironman? Kona's probably expected answer, but where where would you like to see yourself? Well, great he, question. That's an
1: amazing question. You know, that's one of those things I grew up probably seeing on TV, um, and you know the exposure of actually being in a cycling shop, I learned what Ironman was. Respect. You know, I respect all athletes, and I know there's athletes out there. Um, you know, there's even one sitting across from me who's uh, really, really strong, and he's going to actually have the opportunity to compete at uh, the Junior Olympics. Um, but it's one of those things, you know, you, you're out there to uh, prove to others that you can do it. So for myself, you know, uh, Ironman Kona is, uh, wow, that's, uh, that's, that's definitely something to, uh, I mean, if you, if you reach that level, you're, you're on the red carpet for sure. Is that it, it's possible, I've never thought of it, uh-huh. but uh, you know, with the people that are surrounding me today and the ones that uh, I surround myself day to day, I never know.
0: So what about, what, what are your goals right now?
1: My goals right now are to uh, definitely get more acclimated into uh, the, the cycling industry. There's so much to learn and I think experience helps. Uh, maybe one day I'd like to be a personal trainer myself. Okay. Um, I, I like staying active, I like, uh, I like inspiring others, so, you know, um, if there's someone that never felt like they could even, you know, ride 20 miles, I wanna be there for them. Uh Uh, If it's somebody that, uh, you know, feel like they've reached a a dark place in their life, and they want to make a change for the better, I would definitely say, uh, come find me, Uh, I'm here. So
0: it's definitely definitely more about just like, uh, it's not, not just about competing and competing these events. It's about all the auxiliary benefits you get from it.
1: Absolutely, auxiliary. That's definitely the word. That, awesome. That extra, that extra benefit, my friend, is uh, what we're here for. Awesome.
0: All right. Um, yeah, I think we're probably about ready to wrap things up. Um, to close, how do people get in touch with you? They can just show up to ProCyclery. You're there 24-7? Or? Absolutely. Well, <laughs> you know, I feel like it. That? What's but, your work uh, schedule?
1: Yeah, you can definitely check us out at uh, Pro ProCyclery. Um, and
0: that's on, uh, you got, You guys have a new location New location, now. absolutely. Yeah. Fort
1: Apache and Sahara. Awesome. Uh, we're in the village I haven't been Square there Plaza. yet, I really want to go there. you yeah, got beautiful that? Store. you got
0: another coffee shop right next yeah, to it, right? Oh, next right. To, right? Yeah. Yes,
1: we have a lot of uh, resources. Uh, that was one of the reasons why we moved. Uh, prime location, um, yeah. um, uh, and everything has changed from there. so, okay. uh, so people can come see the, you
0: there. Um, store hours are open every day, Mondays, oh, Monday to Monday Sunday? Monday to Sunday, Monday. yes 40. sir.
1: And, okay. uh, we have uh, willing people that are ready to serve you. So, awesome. so don't. look for the
0: short, stocky guy. Yeah. Uh, he's David. And then, um, what about on the internet? Are you on Facebook and Instagram uh, and things like that? You know, that? I am,
1: uh, but come find me first. I'll definitely uh, yeah. accept you. Okay. Um, I still have a, a tight knit group of people, but uh, everybody that I know, uh, they're in my group for a reason. Uh-huh. Um, they also have their personal testimonies to share. Uh, but I think uh, if you're new to uh, any kind of endurance sport, if you want to uh, get acclimated to cycling, uh, we have a great a great community here. Awesome. Um, great people for sure. Cool. Okay, so that's how people can get in
0: touch. Anything sure. else you want to say before we uh, sign out? Uh, you know what?
1: Uh, I I hope uh, anybody who's listening here is inspired to maybe uh, possibly try a triathlon. Mm-hmm. Um, don't feel like it's just for uh, racers or for uh, you know for individuals who feel like they're uh, at a higher level. Um, because uh, you know this world, this crazy world of ours, we need we need positive reinforcement, and we need we need some um, you know we need some good good things to happen, and, and it really starts with us as a people, uh, individuals alike. Uh, I think we could all come together, and uh, cycling and triathlon is one of those things that builds you up. Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome, David. Well, thank you very much. for
0: being on the show. I appreciate um, it, <laughs> got some really good good information and advice on triathlon and um, we're going to post up some contact information and uh, some of the tips you gave on the show notes page but um, with that everyone thanks very much and uh, tune in next week for the Felix Espresso Riding Podcast